This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. All right. So here we go. Welcome back to Second Wind. I have a wonderful guest, but I say that every time, but I really do. I always have these wonderful women. This time she and, really means it. Yeah, I really mean it this time. <laughs> and um, we all, and I also bring modalities. Some of them are men, as you will be, as you have heard with Dr. Joe, and then also with Stan, who's coming on, who will talk to us about scripting and whatever wonderful men we get who can teach us something for our second half of life. However, Today, I have Laura Iman, and she's been on the show before, and she has one of the best listened to um, episodes. It's called Death by Donuts and Dove Bars. Her story was so interesting. It's way back. I think we did it in like, oh, I don't know, November, October? No- November. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, but the, the show came out in December, so I'm going to say... Um, probably in January, your episode came out, maybe, maybe December, January, somewhere in there. So of 2020, early 2021, if you're going to go back and look for it. And Laura has become a mental toughness coach and I'm going to let her tell her story. She, She and I both have now had COVID and it's now September of 2021. We're, we're supposed to be out of the pandemic. And I just heard on the news today that in Georgia, where I live, 9,000 people are getting diagnosed with COVID a day. So interesting now. And we both had it. We both recovered. But there's some other things that have gone along with COVID and how you feel after the fact. And Laura has been working with some, some hurdles with that, but also has applied her mental toughness and can share with us how we can no matter what's going on, whether it be recovering from a cold, whatever it is that you are recovering from or in the middle of, Laura can give you some really good tips to get out of it, feel better, and through her mental toughness coaching. She is my coach because everybody needs a coach. And and stay tuned till the end because she has an amazing offer for only six women that starts October 1st of 2021. So without further ado, welcome, Laura, my friend. Hello, Wendy, and hello to all your fabulous, gorgeous Second Wind listeners. Happy to be here today. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. And I know you didn't feel well yesterday, so right. but you feel good today. You talked yourself right into it. So let's get into it. I'd love for you to introduce yourself because you're almost our modality today. <laughs> I love being a modality. <laughs> so who is Laura Iman? I am a Navy SEAL certified mental toughness coach for women. I build brave women. I'm a gold medal Olympic 
weightlifter. I got a gold medal at the age of, yes, 64 years old. I'm now 68. And I had a small business endorsed by Oprah, Barbara Walters, Rachel Ray, and Kathy Lee and Hoda. And I have been 21 years off of all sugar and junk food. And today I am very excited. My business, which I've had going on for quite some time, is a mental toughness coach for employees at corporations and college students. And then I also have one-on-one coaching for women on the side. And like me. <laughs> like, like Wendy. Like yeah, Wendy. Because we all need coach. We all need coaches. I mean, I have three coaches. And life is not a do-it-yourself program, right, Wendy? So, so that's a little bit about who I am. And uh, if it's okay with you, I'll just jump right in and share with you what the definition uh, in my program is of mental toughness, because women all lean in and they say, wow, that's really cool. But we all kind of have our own definition as to what it is. Right. In my program, and I've been doing this for 20 years, it is not about stuffing your feelings, pretending they aren't there and saying, oh, suck it up, buttercup and get over it and move on. That's, that's willpower. And willpower lasts until about Thursday. It's kind of has no strategy. It's sort of a stupid approach. And I use it about 5% of the time. Willpower can be a great tool to get something done that quick and dirty, but willpower is not sustainable. And when you suck it up and you stuff your feelings, what happens, Wendy? It comes out sideways. You get sick. You kick the dog. You run a red light. You're stuffing feelings. You're stuffing important stuff that needs to be processed. So my mental toughness program is about acknowledge your feelings. If you're angry, sick, depressed, lonely, bitter, frustrated, acknowledge those feelings, but put them on the kitchen egg timer. Let's acknowledge them for five minutes, not five weeks. And Mm -hmm. then we learn how to, in my program, we delete those toxic emotions and we develop a solution-based mindset that we can live in every day, just like the Navy SEALs do. Do you think they go out in the battlefield and they're dealing with toxic emotions? No, they're highly trained to control their emotions and figure out solutions at a moment's notice. Because what can be more, what can be an environment of more change than the battlefield, right? Well, we have change in our lives every day. And so I teach my my women how to develop a solution-based mindset and you become calm and confident and you stop worrying about you know, all the stuff that's going on out there and you become an asset to yourself, you become better at work, you help your family. So that's the basic foundation for all that I do in my mental toughness program, delete the toxic emotions and develop and live in a solution based mindset. Yes. You know, as I'm listening to you and I know your approach, I I use your approach. You, yes, you do. call me out when I'm not using your approach. Right. As coach, she'll as send coaches me these, should do. Yeah, she'll send me a little video. Um, just thinking about you. And uh, I just want to let you know, stop crying in your beer. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, but when people have these toxic, as you're saying, toxic emotions, and we're supposed to like acknowledge them and let mm-hmm. them flow through. Where do they go, Laura? Like people just can't generally personal go like, yeah, this happened to me and I'm super upset about it. And you want me to just get rid of it? 
That's a really good point. Now, it depends on what the emotion is. And first of all, and I correct myself, toxic emotions. Anger is not toxic unless you let it become toxic. We all have to get oh, angry, as, right? as that that they become right. toxic. I they got become you. toxic if you don't address it. So let's mm-hmm. say, you know, you have some issue. Yeah, you know, take a very um, profound example. You were abused as a child growing up. Well, something like that would require some a very good skilled therapist and together with him or her you talk out your problems and you resolve them with a skilled person who can help you so you're you're cleaning out that wound and getting rid of all the pus and once that wound has been cleaned out and it's healed and you finally leave therapy then you're on your own but you might still have some residual feelings that come up every once in a while about your childhood And that could be an angry thought. You say, okay, well, I'm going to practice Laura's mental toughness approach. I've done all the therapy. The thoughts still come into my head. I always Mm -hmm. say we cannot control the first thought that comes into our head. But Wendy, we can control the second thought. And the second thought Um, is, oh, that's that old resentment at my father who abused me. I have worked on that for three years. I'm not the least bit interested in mulling that over again. I have finished with it. It's just a dog barking at the back door. I'm going to get rid of that emotion by stating I'm not interested in you anymore. You might get up from your desk and do 10 jumping jacks if it's a particularly strong emotion. You might share with a friend about it for three minutes. You might journal for three minutes. You might cry in your beer for three minutes about it. But then in my program, you learn to say, I'm not interested in staying here anymore. I'm not interested in becoming a victim with my father. I've processed that. Goodbye. And you say goodbye to it and you replace it with a positive thought, a positive affirmation. And even more importantly, you replace it with a positive action step. So there is a, that's my strategy for how you take a feeling and you get rid of it. Yeah. And you taught me, um, you know, give yourself five minutes or whatever the time is, but just not very long, but like five minutes to go ahead and wallow, right? Cry in your beer, wallow, whatever it is. And, and then, and then, and then you've given yourself permission. And then when that timer goes off, okay. On to the next. Exactly. And it works. I didn't think it would work. I was like, how can I do that for five minutes or three minutes or whatever it is? And it really does work. So keep going. It keep works going with, I want everyone. With, it works with practice. It. It's not going to work right away. And everything right. is practice. Practice is one of my favorite, most powerful words. And Wendy, did I actually see you hold up to the camera a kitchen timer? Could you show that to everybody? <laughs> I'm impressed. That is amazing. This is to keep me because I will sidetrack and look at shiny objects. Yes, and, you will. And um, for you, I'm impressed. That's very cool. That's <laughs> a great so business many, tool too. That's there's so many tool. shiny. I thought it was like ten bucks on Amazon. Whatever for you. So yeah, so you put yourself you. on the kitchen egg timer, and just as importantly, Wendy, and for everybody listening, you might have a grievance or be angry, and you need to have, process it for ten minutes, or you may need to process it for five hours. But the point is, is you are no longer going to let that grievance hang out for five days or like I used to do in the old days, five weeks, Mm. give it the five hours it needs. You have to learn and be the judge. And again, that's where coaching comes in. You have an objective coach that can help you, but you start to do it so often you get good at it yourself. Right. Right. So that's the number. That's the first part of how to process toxic emotions, but boy, oh boy, when you're sick, how easy is it to have 
you know, negative emotions and you don't feel well. So you don't have the strength, the emotional strength to put yourself on that egg timer. Right. So what yeah, do you, you just do? lay there and you just kind of go, you think you about walk. all the things you, well, for me in COVID, yeah. I sat there and thought about all the things I needed to do. Wow. And then you start. And then for me, the doubt started coming in. I mean, I wouldn't have all this stuff to do if I weren't doing this. Like, is it really mm-hmm. worth it? And then you start going, well, would my life be easier? Gosh, would this be better? Would that be happening? And then you start second guessing and, you know, doubting and wallowing. And, and yeah. it's, and it's hard to find your way out of that circle, that ticker tape that's going on in your head, especially, and you don't feel well. And you're like, I can't even get up to go get a drink of water right now. Mm-hmm. So, so what talk to us about that? You're, you said it very well. When you are feeling poorly, it's really hard to find your way out of it. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, here's this the, the fourth grade version, because I like to take complicated um, ideas and reduce them to really simple fourth grade language so that we can all grok it. We can all understand mm-hmm. it. Our mm-hmm. bodies and our minds are, are inextricably linked. And when our body is weak, It weakens our mind. And when our mind is mentally flabby, I was a mental weenie for decades, it can weaken our body. I don't feel like exercising. I'm no good. You know, so the two are inextricably linked. So when we are not feeling well, it can start to play on your emotions. Like a yin and yang thing, right? Totally, it totally is. Unfortunately, we live in a time now where our culture is really understanding that the two are linked. The, the mm, finally. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to give the example, um, I experience I have what's called long-term COVID symptoms. What is so that? I somehow got COVID a long time ago, and I don't know when. And it could have easily been before it became a big thing. Mm. I was on an airplane in April and then uh, March and I'm sorry, a March. February, I was on an airplane. And then in March 15th, right of 2019, all hell broke loose. So 20, yeah, 20, 20, excuse me. So I don't know, or it could have been like, anyway, I started to have symptoms long before I got vaccinated. uh, Before I was eligible, the vaccine wasn't offered to me, I got symptoms of something weird. And I went to my doctor and said, I don't feel well, either I've got like COVID symptoms, or maybe I have Parkinson's or ALS. So he ran a whole ton of tests. He said, Laurie, you're fine. You might have COVID symptoms. Well, I kind of dealt with it, but it was very, very unpleasant. Fast forward six months, I moved from Florida to Massachusetts, very stressful. My immune system is low. This is now April, 2021. I had been vaccinated just before I moved. And I moved here and apparently the change of environment and the change of atmospheric pressure and the weather and all that, and my immune system was low because of the move. I got slammed with something called long-term COVID, slammed, and I could not function. What is long-term COVID? I've never heard. Long-term COVID is what people are getting after they've had COVID. Now recovered from COVID? Are you saying like, so you felt fine? It's called a post-virus residual effect. So like, let's say you've had mono and you get over mono, but you have a lingering effect where you're sleepy and tired and it takes months and months and months to, to work its way out of your body. Um, or Lyme's disease, people recover from Lyme's, but they have reoccurring belts. Well, I have this reoccurring belt or something, and they're now calling it long-term COVID and people can be 
really in bed for three days or they can feel like they're walking around with a cold. But anyway, for your listeners, how do I apply mental toughness when I'm feeling so terrible? And I had felt so, I had an episode the last four days and I wasn't thinking I'd be able to get on the podcast with you today. And I said, I don't care how poorly I'm feeling. If I'm lying in bed, I'm going to speak to your women because I don't have to be perfect. If I'm speaking from a place of feeling really, really sick, I can still share my uh, techniques for what to do when you are suffering from the flu, from COVID, from chemotherapy, and you're throwing up in the toilet. Mm, Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. We're ready. Number one, my coaching program, I deal with objective reality. I'm very reality-based and I'm very frank. I don't pretend that things are okay. You know, I'm not the type of positive mental attitude coach that's going to say to somebody who's throwing up in the toilet from chemo, well, you have to start stating positive affirmations. Mm. I'm Mm. so not a believer of that. That can't even happen. Realistically. Realistically. Thank you. Realistically, you want to die when you're in that position. You, everybody, let's say this has probably at least been nauseous and you know how debilitating it is. And you're so nauseous in your body that it's taken your mindset out. Mm. So how do we take care of ourselves mentally and not be spinning in such dire places like you explained just now? You know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this business. I'm lying in bed. I'm so sick. Maybe I'm X, Y, and Z. You know, your, your brain can really, really mess with you. When you're mm-hmm. weak, when your system, when your body's weak. Mm-hmm. So I believe, and I always have believed in buying insurance. And I buy the best insurance I can. And boy, is it a painful purchase because you're spending a lot of money and you hope to never see your return on your investment, right? Right. You don't ever, ever want to see your house burned down. But man, I'm going to buy the best insurance because if it does, man, I want the entire place replaced. Right. So I spend big bucks on that. Well, how does that work with mental toughness? When we are feeling healthy and well, it's a perfect opportunity to start practicing my program, which is to say, what do I want in my life? What are my Mm -hmm. dreams? What's my vision board? Number two, what positive affirmations can I say to myself to get myself there? What am I saying to myself that's preventing me from reaching my dreams? What am I saying feeling and believing that's sabotaging me from that's having a dream house. Yeah. And so many of us do that. Yeah, we do that because we're human. Mm-hmm. So we start to identify what we're saying that might be sabotaging ourselves, And we turn that into something positive. And then of course, very importantly, we take a positive action step because mm-hmm. if we just sit home and have vision board dreams and say positive things to ourselves, we're not we're not going to get anywhere. That's called playing the hide and hope game. Yeah, as so you said, I, you're not getting in the arena. You're not, thank you. You're, not getting <laughs> in the arena. you're still you a mental weenie on the sidelines. So you take an mm-hmm. action step every day. And when you do this around your health and wellness, what do I want for myself? Well, I personally never want to step foot in a hospital except to see the birth of a grandchild. I just don't. I'm 68. So I'm going to mentally think positive affirmations. Every day I'm going to take positive action steps to stay healthy and fit mentally, physically, and spiritually. 
And then when I have bad days, I'm going to practice getting up and dusting myself off and continuing on. So I'm building mental toughness skills in my head. I'm doing mental muscles. I'm doing mental push-ups to stay mentally fit and healthy. That sounds really good. But when you're laying in bed and you're saying you get yourself I'm doing this. I'm doing this when I'm not sick and in bed. Okay. I said, when I'm healthy, I'm buying insurance when I'm healthy. You don't necessarily buy health insurance, but you don't buy insurance for your house when your house is burning down. No, they won't even let you. <laughs> they won't even let you. So I'm right. doing this when I'm in a healthy place. Okay. I'm saying I want to become mentally calm and confident. I want to be physically strong and fit. And here's why. And here are the action steps I'm going to do. This is, I'm throwing a lot at you and your listeners in a, in a, in a six month coaching course that I do for corporations. So bear with me. This is just a, uh, just a quick and dirty overview. But the point is, is when we are feeling well, that's when we plant our seeds and take care of ourselves. We weed and water and plow our fields and we grow mentally strong and we take care of ourselves and lose that COVID-15. Because Wendy, when we do get sick, it's very hard to call upon our mental toughness skills if we don't even have any. Oh yeah, there you go. We're empty, so we have nothing to call on. But when I'm not feeling well yesterday, even though I'm feeling terrible, I'm very mentally strong. And so even though I'm feeling weak yesterday and having terrible toxic emotions, I do have a bank that I can go into. I do have a toolbox and I can say, even though I feel crappy right now, I believe I am getting stronger every minute. I believe I will move through this. Now, it's a lot harder when you're throwing up in the toilet, okay, with chemo. You're not going to do it then. You're going to give yourself a break and you're going to just rest and let yourself recoup because chemo is really scary, severe stuff. But when you have the opportunity, you could say a 30 second prayer and say, or a 30 second affirmation and say, I have been working on myself. I do have my dreams and goals. And even though I'm feeling so terrible right now and I want to die, I do believe that I'm going to come through this, even though I don't feel it. Just that little tiny affirmation, if you can get it out and just glance at your vision board. Those are little, very powerful action steps you can take. The most important thing I think here is to be able to build your foundation when you're well. And then when you're feeling sick, just look at it, draw on it for 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Draw little, little bits, 10 seconds here and there and say, I, I, I don't see how, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it because I want to make it. Now, mm-hmm. the frank part of this, I said earlier, you know, my program is based on objective reality. The reality is, Wendy, is that People who do positive affirmations and have mental toughness still die of cancer. And then bad people who don't have any of these practices in place, they come through it and they they win over cancer. And I don't have an answer to that. But what I do say is that I still believe in stacking the deck. I still believe in choosing life. I still believe in buying the insurance because if I go down, man, I'm going down chanting and believing good things for myself. And it all comes back to what we want for ourselves, our dreams and our visions. Just like in our sense? second wind. Yeah. That's Does why that make sense. Yes. And that's why I, I feel like the second wind is really so important because we still have to, we have to keep drawing on everything we've learned mm-hmm. and take all that and get in, get in true alignment now. 
because we have all life experiences and all these things and all these life lessons in order to do so. So tell me this, Laura. So when you were feeling crappy yesterday, like I know when I was feeling yucky and I was, and I was like, oh, this is going to help me because I've been slacking on the exercise, giving Mm -hmm. myself permission not to, because I'm just too busy or whatever. And I'm like, now that I've been down, Mm-hmm. physically, mentally down so that I can't, I'm going to use this opportunity to say, as soon as I feel better, I am instituting and I am making exercise a priority again. And I have, and it's been amazing to get it back to where it needs to be. I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I do this. I feel so much better. <laughs> I'm, and I'm actually like more I'm already pretty energetic, but even more energetic and even just, I'm pretty happy, but even just a little happier, just a little Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Even just a little happier. Who doesn't want even just a little happier, just Wendy? Just a little happier. Exactly. So that's, that's what I use that time for. And I think that's part of the mental toughness you have taught me is to not sit there and think about what's going on at that moment, but to think about when I will be grateful when I am grateful that this has happened and these amazing things have come from it. And I'm excited to institute them into my life. It's almost like a reset button. It's perfectly said. It's the second half of what I want to talk about, but you got a girlfriend. Beautiful. Oh, no, go. <laughs> no, you're just great. And thank you for saying it so well. If you don't have a foundation, you don't have a game plan for mental health, for taking care of yourself, you don't have a strong, calm, confident foundation, and you are in a very sick mentally, sick situation physically, you can use that crisis to take you to a very good place. Like you said, now you're back into exercising. You because know, I that's can. Called, that's called, we, you know, in the 12, you know, people coming in recovery, they're saying, I hit my bottom and it was in my bottom that I launched and created a whole new life. So exactly. There is no time like right now to restart and reboot. Hence second wind podcast. Yes. We can start over at any time. But tell us your you fourth know, thing. Mm-hmm. Tell us your what? fourth thing. The the next step. So the next so then the fourth of the four is when you are not succeeding and you fall down and because you're you're fighting the good fight. It's really important to be able to develop that mental muscle of getting up and brushing yourself off and saying, no matter what, I will continue. It is called, and a lot of viewers have heard this, it's called failing forward. Ask any successful successful person, they will say, I failed my way to the top. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling down and you're feeling like you're not succeeding and this isn't working, this is all a bunch of baloney. You get yourself up and dust yourself off and say, I'm feeling so sick today, but I might not feel sick tomorrow. So I'm going to hang on that hope because here's why. And I'm going to look at my vision board. I got grandchildren. I got children. I have a dream to help others. I have a dream to start a nonprofit. I have a dream to lose 50 pounds and go out and travel the world, whatever it is, because you need some gasoline. You need some gasoline to motivate yourself to stay positive, even though you're feeling like you want to die. I have a really quick question then. Yeah. So where do you go get the gasoline? The gasoline comes from step one, from developing your dreams. So Remember first I- and foremost, while you're 
in your everyday life, spend time? What? In your, spend time. Good question. Spend time. What do I want for myself in my life? And we should review it every day. We've all heard of vision boards. Build a vision board and look at it every single day. Now, you might say, well, that's woo-woo stuff. And it is woo-woo stuff unless you're practicing step two, three, and four. By itself, a vision board is nothing but pictures on a, on a board. Right. Castles yeah. in the air. But when you are looking at it every day and saying, what can I do today to get closer to that? And then you start steps uh, two, three, and four. So when you're not feeling well, yesterday wasn't feeling well, I watched a video of my grandson probably 10 times. Oh. And and it just and it just elevated my um, my state of mind a little bit. And it stopped me thinking about how much work I was missing, about how long are these long-term COVID symptoms going to last because I feel so horrible, so horrible, and I'm getting afraid. Maybe I'll be another week this way. But I would watch videos of my grandson because he's on my vision board. I want to be in his wedding. <laughs> if As you if should I, be. If they'll invite me when he's, you know, walking down the aisle at age 35, I'll be 103. But so, so. so we have <laughs> visions, we have visions and goals. Again, I really emphasize this and I apologize for, for being so blunt, but if you are so sick that you can't get there, that's okay. But when you do feel a little bit better, you can whisper a prayer of gratitude and say, I, I really believe there's a way out of this and I'm going to choose life instead of wanting to die when oh. you can, when you can. When that is great. Cause we all have stuff and it's all relative. Right. And then we all get knocked down. We all get knocked down. And when you're physically taken out, it can be really leveling to the mindset. Mm-hmm. It can be really, and it can be very, very scary. So I, I buy the insurance and I stack the deck when I'm feeling well by doing my reading, by praying and meditating, by looking at my vision board, by taking three action steps today and carrying on. I love that. So And doing um, something nice for somebody else. I made a donation yeah. to, the, to the Hurricane Ida victims yesterday. I wasn't feeling well, but I was up and eating dinner and I was on my laptop and I said, shoot, I've been meaning to do this for five days. I'm going to, I'm not feeling great, but that's no excuse. And I made my donation. And what happened right after you did that? How'd you feel? Well, I was, I was actually feeling a little better. And then I woke up this morning and I felt great. I want to mm. emphasize, I want to emphasize there may or may not be a correlation between that. I choose to think that I'm stacking the deck and it all, it all helps. Oh, I, could I be definitely bed, do. I could be in bed for three more days, but it wouldn't stop me from making another donation. It wouldn't stop me from more affirmations because I don't have complete control over this. Okay. Now everybody's going to have their own opinion on this. And this is a beautiful thing. The important thing is to get off your butt. I hope I've lit your fire. Wendy, you say that making that donation did help me feel better. So talk to us about that because that's another approach, which I I just, I don't disagree with, but if I didn't get better for another couple of days, I would say, well, damn, I'm just going to kind of hang out and continue to feel and think positive thoughts. It'll happen. Right. I just, I just feel like with everything I'm learning in my second wind and all these women who have come forward and all the people who do all the modalities that I've done, cause you, you come on, I'm going to work with you. So, um, I've just learned so much and there's, it's all, I just feel like there's always, there's a connectivity between all our little tapestry. 
squares, our quilt, so to speak. Here's Laura's yes, quilt. Here's Wendy's quilt. quilt. Yes. Here's all these people in these squares. And there's these different threads that connect them all and hire every single person that's been on this podcast has mentioned source, God, Jesus Christ, mm. Buddha, whatever it is, there is something higher that every single woman who's come on this podcast has felt. Mm. And it, it doesn't, and it, it doesn't matter what religion you are. And, and, and in the beginning of the podcast, one of my first interviews, I didn't know. And she said, and then my, my God, my, my, my father and all this stuff. And I was like, the first, I cringed when she first said it. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to get political. I don't want to get, you know, because I'm new to this. I don't know what the podcast world thinks. And then we finished and she goes, is that okay that I said that? And I go, yeah, I mean, it's your reality. So why wouldn't it be? And then I just wrote that out that that's your reality. And then boom, all these women started coming and oh my gosh, guess what they all had in common. It was crazy. And they're all living these purposeful um, lives that they feel so in tune with, so alive with. And I can't help but realize that there's it, there's this, this thing that's doing it for all of them. And mm. I know when I'm in my highest alignment, when I'm feeling the best, when the positive vibes I'm sending out are out there, Coolest things happen and, and they happen, especially when I get knocked down and I'm, I'm headed into that ditch. You know, I start, as you said, pulling in the things that I'm learning, the things from you as my coach, the things that I'm learning from all these other women and modalities. And then lo and behold, within hours, really cool things happen. It's just weird. Every well, time I'm down, something really that. cool happens. It almost, you almost think, Gee, I want something bad to happen today. So something really good happens tomorrow. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting to your point. So that that is that is uh, that's why I think there's a direct correlation. It, exactly, and and I stand corrected. I agree. There is a direct correlation. All the good that I'm putting out in the world does come back to me. How it comes back, I don't know. Whether I press send on that button to the American Red Cross yesterday made me feel better 10 minutes later. I don't know. I, I do know. I, I feel that what goes around comes around. I mean, I'm feeling about 80 to 85% better today. But um, I've done a lot of things in the last four days to make myself feel better. And I've done a lot of work in the last 20 years to stay mentally calm and confident and a believer when things are down. So it all adds up. But I do want to ask you a Yes, go oh, ahead. I'm so sorry. No, I want to ask you a question though. Talking about mental toughness, and you had, if anybody's looking you up, they're gonna see you on a trapeze. Yes. <laughs> and I asked you about that. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. What were you doing on a trapeze? And then you told me that you had to do that because that was something that was a huge fear of yours. And I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Can you share a little bit? Because that is mental toughness in and of itself. Like you are the teacher teaching it and then you went and did it. And I believe that, thank you, Wendy. And I believe that any coach or any teacher that we take lessons from, they should be walking their talk mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. every day. Um, so yeah. I had just come upon in Massachusetts on my bike one day, I, I just came upon this trapeze school outside in a big, huge field. It was kind of funky. And I 
rode right up to them and said, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. My daughter was a gymnast her entire life. She would love to do this trapeze stuff. Well, I got talking to the owner for 20 minutes and he said, what are you doing for the next 15 minutes? And he hands me a clipboard with a waiver to sign and he invites me to go up and take <laughs> oh, no, a no, little no. swing. I'm just taking a little bike ride here, sir. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm out on a bike. I'm not going up and taking a little swing. But I was intrigued. He was very, um, he was a very fun guy, but he, he was a great trapeze coach and I really felt safe with him. And I thought, well, maybe I'll give this a go. And most importantly, I said, number one, I'm terrified to get up on a kitchen stool. And, and he's inviting me to go up a ladder that's 28 feet high and then swing on a trapeze, which I'd never done before. And all of those physical sensations are not stuff that I like. And I was absolutely terrified, but I said to myself, I need to do something mentally tough to keep me sharp because I am coaching others and I'm outside my comfort zone a lot. I do a ton of stuff that makes my palms sweat, but this was on a whole <laughs> other level. This and is a nauseum level, right? Like was, in the pit this, of your stomach. I can't, I can't describe, yeah. I cannot describe, I've never done anything physically as terrifying as this. I mean, oh terrifying is an understatement. I felt like I was 4,000 feet up in the air when I was on that. Not platform. even when you were going for your Olympic medal? Uh, well, the Olympic weightlifting had some pretty scary aspects to it. You don't want to drop a 68 pound barbell on your head. You have to know what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Very scary. But my feet were on the floor when I was doing that. My feet were not on the floor when I was doing this. And by the time I got to the fifth rung of the ladder, I said, this is just going to be impossible. I don't see how I'm even going to get to the top of the ladder, let alone let go, crawl from the ladder to the platform and then oh stand up and then reach out and hold on to. Now at the top of the ladder, you're belted in and they have nets, but it's, you're, I feel like I'm 4,000 feet up. I did it because I wanted to go way outside my comfort zone and do something that would challenge my, my men, myself mentally and physically and spiritual in a way that was really pretty radical and out there. So I ended up taking trapeze lessons all summer long. And it was indeed absolutely terrifying. And I every would, time, every single time I never got used to it. And my body got pretty banged up from it. But on my website, you can see some of the, some of the, 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 uh, the, the flying that I did. And I, did not, and I did not enjoy it. I did not no. enjoy it. I loved the coaches. I love the community, but I did not like, I don't like being on a jungle gym upside down in third grade. You know, I don't like much less a bar. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but I did it and it's on my website. And the reason is, it's like, you know, it's, it's, I just, I just needed to do something so that I could prove to myself and to my clients that I'm not sitting at home coaching you. I'm out there in the arena, just like the rest of you. What was and your tomorrow biggest? I'll do something else hard. Yesterday yeah. I did something really hard, and that was to practice some mental toughness techniques when I was feeling terrible. That was very, very difficult to do, but my skills are so strong and in place that I was able to get it done. And that's what I want to help you and everybody else to do. What was the one takeaway from the trapeze experience? Um, the one takeaway was is don't be afraid to try something that makes your palms sweat. You can always try it on. And if it's not, if it's way outside your comfort zone to the point where you're losing sleep at night, say no, thank you. And then go try something else, but try stuff on instead of just saying, no, I can't from the very beginning. Now, look, the trapeze is not for everybody. I'm not saying you all have to get, I'll go do, 
but try something, you know, learn Find your own trapeze, yeah, find learn, your own trapeze, learn Japanese or learn how to play the tuba at age 55. That might be really challenging and outside your comfort zone, whatever it is. You know, here's another thing that's outside your comfort zone. Forgive somebody, make a phone mm. call and forgive somebody. That's really hard stuff. But when you're using the mental toughness techniques, you can do that. Lots okay. of cool stuff you can do. So good. Thank you, Laura. This is good stuff. And everybody needs a little, a boost. My and heart goes out. To, yeah. My heart goes out to people who are listening to this, who might be feeling ill right now. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 my heart goes out to you. No matter if you feel like you're dying, I understand that feeling. I've, mm-hmm. I've been sick before, not with chemo, but I've been sick before, but my heart goes out to you. And when you feel like giving up, just know there are many, many people around you, even people you don't know who are praying for you and, and, and cheering on to hold you up so that you don't give up. So and, then when you, and then when you hit a little plateau and you're feeling a little bit better, just take a deep breath and say, I choose life and look at your vision board. Look at your vision board. Look at, look at videos of <laughs> or your, your scripting notes. I go back and read read my scripting. Do you? That, nice. that seems to work for me. And, and I have all my pictures that you told me to have that. I love it. Yeah. So, Laura, I want to now share because I'm sure there's some people out there who are inspired by you right now and would like to work with you. And I want to give you the give you the mic and Beautiful. do share. The challenge, and I'll make sure this podcast gets out before the challenge for you and give this opportunity to our fabulous listeners and um, go. You have you have the floor, girl. We women are so loaded with potential and all of you listening to this podcast, most of us are probably going to live another 30 years and most of us are pretty darn tired of COVID and the COVID-15 or the COVID-30 or maybe you're carrying around extra weight that you've been carrying around for years and you've tried every diet under the sun. You're saying, Laura, diets don't work. And I'm here to say, well, diets do work. It's people that don't work. It's our mindsets mm. that don't work. And with the Delta variant causing us all to backslide, people are going to gain another COVID-15. And I am offering at a really reduced rate, a workshop on a mental toughness bootcamp workshop on weight loss and taking your fitness to the next level. Whether you want to put down the remote control and start walking around the block three times, or whether you want to do Ironmans, whatever it is, all are welcome. I am doing a workshop. It's three months, one week, once a week Zoom calls for just six women. It's going to be a very small, tight-knit group. I'm going to teach you how to think like a Navy SEAL. It's only for women who are 100% sick and tired of being sick and tired, and they want to get healthy and fit for the rest of their lives. So I encourage people, I have a, a landing page. I'm going to start posting this on my social media page at Laura Iman on Instagram and LinkedIn. And maybe Wendy, you'll share it as well when I post it. It's going to be October 1 through uh, December 31st. And the women are going to, the six women that sign up, we're going to collectively decide the best time to meet every week because attendance is mandatory. Oh boy, do I knew that. When we show, when we stop showing up, what happens, Wendy, we're sabotaging ourselves. We're letting our teammates down and we're letting ourselves down. So it's six women only. If you got six women on this on your second wind group that are uh, ready to go, we will launch this baby. But I'm going to put it on Instagram and it's the first six that are qualified. We'll get the job. We'll get the- Yeah, and I'll tell you, you're going to learn some really 
Like, I didn't really think I needed a coach, but I, you know, I said, yeah, let me, let me just try. And now Laura and I've been working together for what, three months, mm-hmm. a couple months like that. Once a week, um, I meet with Laura and it's amazing. You can see results. It's results oriented and driven. And if I, I, it's always in the back of my head when I, when I don't, if it's not convenient for me to do something, one, life isn't supposed to be convenient. You're never going <laughs> to see, you're never going to see out of life what you want if you just live for the convenience of it. And two, Laura, what would Laura say? What am I going to say to Laura when I get on the phone next week? You're like, so it's, it's, it's the accountability factor for me has been pretty gosh darn amazing. Even though I have notes and stuff all over my desk here, do this, do this, do this, do this. Something about the accountability one-on-one with you has made a huge difference. So I know when, when these six women who qualify get to get into this program with you, because it would be something that would be, I mean, a privilege. Thank you, Wendy. To, to be able to work with you. And Absolutely. Do you feel, I think do you it's feel amazing. We have just started to work together. We have another three months. Do you feel that what you're learning are work skills and mindset skills that you can use for the rest of your life in all Oh, yeah, areas? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I apply them everywhere. Isn't that cool? That's what I want for women because yeah. it's not just about weight loss, but weight loss is on everybody's mind right now. It, it applies to everything. Yeah. And it's, and yes. Does it cost money? Yes. Because you have to pay energy for energy. I have to pay Laura to do what she does. Um, and it's not crazy. And I never, that's not money I ever regret spending. It's never, I don't think, I don't look at my bank account and go, oh, well, if I hadn't written that check to Laura, mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. it at all. Mm-hmm. So I know people will find value as well. And I would love maybe at the end of this, I just thought of this, if we did like a live or, or recorded a podcast where all six women are on at the Wonderful. end, let's do that. Right. We could do like, you know, you would take maybe a picture of everybody in the beginning if they want to. And then at the end, we could put them all on and say, tell us what you think and what you learned. And within that, people will extrapolate things that will work for them as well. That's a great idea because when we learn and we grow, what do we want to do? We want to be of service to others, but we have to first take it. care of ourselves. So we take care. There's no greater gift we can give ourselves than to grow mentally, physically, and spiritually and become better physically fit, get, get the weight off, get more energy. And then we pass it on and we could pass it on through another podcast. So thanks for that. It would be in, in early January because we'll be finishing up the last week of December. So uh, these women could pass it on. So six women from second wind podcast. Um, Is there a link Wendy, or maybe the way they can, I can, uh, yeah, we'll put links in the show notes and stuff. Yeah. And the workshop is called no more excuses. I want to win. No more excuses. I want to win with Laura Iman, E-I-M-A-N. What is your website right now that people can find? So you? my website is www.lauraiman.com, but you can go on Instagram at Laura Iman or LinkedIn at Laura Iman. You'll see, you'll see all my mental toughness posts. I'm doing posts every week with mental toughness tips. But yeah. Also next week, we'll start providing the link to the uh, no more excuses workshop. I love Six it. ladies. And I've cut the price by about, you know, because a gazillion percent because 
Delta co- Delta variant is just crushing everybody. And I don't want price to be a factor that's going to keep people from doing this. It's not always about I love the money it. with me. I love, love it. I, I love it. Thank you so much. And until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.